0: Bruise and Blues, we are back, Brews and Blues, welcome back, episode 7, and fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, it's not good enough, we all know why it's not good enough, we all saw what was not good enough, and I'm annoyed, I'm in a bad mood today, bad mood for this episode, but hopefully this beer gets me through, we're gonna crack a cold one, as always, we are drinking, what are we drinking, today we are drinking the Necromancer Brewing Company, professor plum in english style ipa necromancer professor plum and fuck i need plums i need fruit i need something to cheer me up because it's uh it was tragic it was not a good week not a good way to end the week i should say uh and just just abysmal, just fucking abysmal. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into the cup ties that we we watched this week, and the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fucking shambles. Just shambles. Well, crack one, cheers. Professor Plum, Necromancer Brewing. Looks good. Smells good. English-style IPA. (sighs) Bottoms up. Chelsea, 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 where do we start? Fuck, 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 where do we start? It's just so... It's so tough to talk about sometimes, especially with how the fuck they perform. It's just tough. It's just really, really tough, but we're going to try. We're going to get into it. We saw a cup week starting off with the third round of the FA Cup. We played Preston, and obviously shouldn't have been worried for the game. We did win the game 4-0, but honestly, the scoreline flattered us. It was an abysmal, abysmal first half. Just nowhere near good enough, slow, wasteful. Palmer had a couple chances. Sterling creating little. Uh, not not great, though. And just, yeah, just an abysmal, abysmal first half. And, you know, that just that's that sums up Chelsea. Slow, lethargic, sideways, backwards, football, first half. We go in no-no against Preston, and, and you're just scratching your fucking head. You have no idea what to think. Mudrick, Palmer, Sterling, Brojo, you were probably happy with that to start the game. Didn't create anything. Again, Palmer, wasteful in the first half. Mudrick, just, what is going on with this dude? What the fuck is going on with Mudrick? He can't we give him the. We can't say he doesn't get chances. We can't say he's getting these chances. He's coming in. He's not doing fuck all against Preston. So it's just not good enough. I don't know what we're going to do there. But yeah, first half, just fucking, fucking shocking. Probably the worst 45 minutes of the season until fucking Tuesday, but we'll get there. Worst 45 minutes of the season. You go into the half, no, no. And then you come out and kind of write the ship. Brozier gets a goal. Good header. Uh, good cross from Gusto. Brozier gets his goal. Good to see him score. We need some striker. With Jackson out, we need him to just a little bit of confidence because we oh, we fucking need him. We need anything. We need any fucking center forward who can just score. Literally anyone. I don't care what your name is. Put a shirt on, get out there, and just put the fucking ball in the net. Oh, God. That's all we fucking need. Again, Brozier with the goal. Silva header off the corner. Pretty routine corner there. Sterling with a free kick. Good free kick, but besides that, he was dreadful. Good free kick, and then Enzo, with a a bit of controversy, uh, taps one in off a deflection. So 4-0, kept the clean sheet, and obviously happy with the win, delighted with a couple of the goals. Good to see Enzo score, good to see Brosia score. Again, Sterling from set-piece, I think that's one of his second goals this year. I think he has scored a free kick already, which is good, again. But again, he didn't, not doing enough for me. This guy man, this Sterling guy, you know, he's been he's been around a couple managers now and you know at some point how many managers does it take to fucking get these get these people playing? Get these players playing? He's fucking on a, millions and millions of wages and it's just not good enough. He's seen countless managers go. He's been playing under these managers and it's just not good enough. They rely on him, they look at him, and he just underperforms. I'm just this this Sterling project can be over for me. Learn some Arabic, go to Saudi, get some money back for him, you know, pinch a penny off the Saudis for him and just just go again. He he hasn't been good enough, he hasn't contributed enough at the club, and I'm ready to just put a young person there. Let Nani, let Mudrik get some games, and Sterling can Sterling can go for me. But again, we want it 4 0. Good goals, and looks like we're playing Villa in the fourth round, which obviously not a favorable draw. Drawing another Premier League team, and especially Villa, that's going to be a fucking matchup. Nowhere near confident for that. Fuck fourth round against Villa. Like there goes another trophy. There's no fucking way that we're going to get through that. No way. I just, it just like this is what this is what this fucking team does. The confidence is up and down like a fucking roller coaster. It just, you, I just don't know what to fucking think and it's just not good enough watching that game from first half to second it's just night and day difference roller coaster again of emotions come out 4-0 winners and then we moved on we moved on we got out of there with the win and then we moved on to the Carabao Cup semi final on that Tuesday after against Middlesbrough and again yes it was at the riverside yes it was away yes Chelsea's Chelsea, you know, we have the confidence we have, but we also know that Chelsea is Chelsea, and we can go up and stink out the fucking joint, and what do you fucking know, that's exactly what we fucking did, we stunk out the riverside, we took the trash, we threw it in the river, watched it go down, and we just tried to hop on, missed all the trash, couldn't make a floaty. just fucking, fucking embarrassing, just fucking embarrassing, floated right down the riverside, and just offered nothing Offered nothing. We didn't deserve a life vest. We didn't deserve fuck all. We deserved to jump in that river. And it was just... It was dreadful. It was trash. It was shambles. So wasteful. And uh, so, yeah. Obviously, rant. Rant City incoming. But fuck me. It's just nowhere near good enough. Nowhere fucking near good enough at all. Uh, Middlesbrough run. Chelsea nil. final of the Carabao Cup. Leg one. Obviously, again, it was away. Hayden Hackney of the 37th got their only goal with a bit of dreadful defending on Chelsea. Pretty much a 4v2, four cuckoo birds watching a ball, just trickle in the net. Kaisedo left his runner, Desasi standing there, hands behind his back, and just dreadful goal. Didn't start a striker, started Palmer up front. Again, Sterling offered fuck all, just terrible, terrible, terrible. He was so bad. Best player for me, Nani, didn't have enough help. Gallagher was so poor, so negative sideways, backways, just not fucking good enough. Anytime there was an opening, Gallag- Gallagher had the ball. He would dribble up, do this stupid little pirouette nonsense, turn around, and just pass it back to his center back, and that's just what happened all fucking game. Palmer should sort have of had a hat trick in the first half, missed a couple chances, missed a sitter in the second to tie it up, probably should have had three. Just so wasteful. This team is so wasteful. And it just comes back to bite you. No matter what level of football you're playing, if you're playing professional football, you have to fucking score. I don't care how how much you possess the ball. I don't care how many tackles you make. I don't care how many interceptions you make, how many passes you make. It's just not, not good enough. The only fucking stat that's good enough is goals. And Chelsea has a fucking goal problem. We can't put the ball in the fucking net. And it's just not good enough. And that's why we lose fucking games. That's why we go to the fucking Riverside and lose to a championship side. And it's just not fucking good enough. This team sucks. Chelsea sucks. Middlesbrough sucks. But there's no way that Chelsea can come out of there and not get something out of the game. At least a fucking, at least a draw. You're telling me 90 minutes against Middlesbrough and you can't score a goal. It's not fucking good enough. It's not fucking good enough. The team was good enough. We put out a strong team. Palmer again started. Sterling... Gallagher-Medweke across the middle, I mean, you're pretty much happy with that, but again, Sterling did fuck all, Get got the ball, no strength, typically would lose it, simple double team, offered nothing, if he had the ball and didn't lose it, he would turn around, pass it back to Enzo, we go again, and just lackluster, lethargic, lack of ideas, couldn't break down a sandcastle, we'd still be out there and we wouldn't, we wouldn't score, just, just not fucking good enough, and we just gotta get, Questions had to be asked. The game, and if you watch the game, Middlesbrough did nothing fancy. They sat there, they parked the London buses, all fucking 58,000 of them, the double-deckers, line them up, and we didn't do fuck all to score. And it just, it just wasn't good enough. It just wasn't good enough. This IPA is good enough, though. Necromancer, Professor Plum, English IPA. God, at least there's good beer in the world because there's fucking not good football in my world. It's just... Again, 1-0, totally dominated the game. Of course, we did. 18 shots, but only 5 on target. Like, that's not good enough. You gotta hit the target. Again, Palmer, a couple chances that you just can't squander. I know he's young. I know he's been a great player this year. Probably one of our best. But in big moments like that, when you can sense the team is just lacking a bit of confidence, gave up a goal... Just a couple of those chances, just settle the team down. And then we would have kicked on. Middlesbrough probably would have came out just a tad, you know, a tad tad bit just because they conceded, would have opened up some spaces. But they were so comfortable. We made it so easy on them because there was no cutting edge. There's no creativity. Again, Gallagher, he'd pick up a good pocket, but then he would just turn and just pass it backwards. Or his first thought was always sideways or backwards, and it just wasn't. It's just not fluid. It's not good enough. The midfield, again, you cannot give up a goal like that. It's a simple counter attack. Caicedo left his man. Caicedo had a good game. But that one moment, he was just backtracking, didn't sprint, didn't stick with him. If he runs with the whole man, you know, you get a deflection. You know, you just put him off a little bit, knock him off balance. Maybe the strike's a little different. Petrovic can get a hand on it. But no, just let the run- free runner... Easy left foot finish, slotted at home, and just not good enough defending. Colwell from the back, again, I get it. He's not a left back, and I'm not going to blame it on him that he's getting put in not his natural position. If you start Colwell at center back, I'm sure he will do well. But here we are, putting fucking players on loan like Ian Matson off to Dortmund, signed, seal delivered, and we're starting center backs at left back. Like, what What the fuck is going on? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Matson is a good player. You're telling me we couldn't use him? I know. I get Chilwell's back in training. But what was Chilwell doing before he was injured? He was okay at best. He's not going to hit the ground running. Colewell's probably still going to have to play at left back. And people are going to exploit that side every fucking game. Every game. Again, he wasn't comfortable, never looked comfortable, got ca- caught out again, simple long ball over the top, got caught out, an easy tap and off the goal, and again, Silva and De Sassi, poor defending, didn't stop the cross, Gusto was, didn't have much to do on the goal, but again, they're all to blame, Caicedo didn't track back. You look at the midfield, the midfield for me, and this is where, this is where there might be some controversy. Don't get me wrong. Enzo Fernandez, I appreciate he's a World Cup winner. He's a winner. He's going to be a terrific footballer. He already is a good footballer. His ball retention's good. He can find feet. He calms the play down. He's that safety blanket when you need him most. But again, you look at him and you look at Caicedo. Caicedo's that Conte. He wants to sit there. He wants to break up play, tackles, interceptions, start the break. You know, get us going, get the ball back, and right into the right into the attack and. It's great, but those two, I'll say it again. Goals win fucking matches. Goals win you three points, not tackles, not interceptions, not passes completed. And are we going to get enough goals in the next, you know, 18, two years' time? Out of these two, when we want to win trophies, we want to compete for titles, we want to climb the table, we want to be in Europe, we want to win everything, are these two going to give us enough goals? And I just don't see it. You compare Enzo to Lampard, it's night and day. It's apples, oranges. It's not the same. They're not the same player. You look at Caicedo and Conte. Conte even got in the attack a little bit. Yes, he wasn't the goal scorer like Lampard, of course. Conte and Caicedo are very similar. They break up play. They mainly hold. But Conte would get up in the attack. Caicedo did it a little bit against Middlesbrough. He had that one shot from outside the box. Just wide. But again, are those two going to get it done? Is Enzo... They're not the problem. Enzo and Caicedo starting together is fine. I like it. It's a partnership that you want to create. But Enzo needs to have a little bit of freedom. He needs to be able... To score goals, he needs to offer something in the attack. And right now, he's so far back. You watch the game. They're barely outside the midfield circle. All they're doing is collecting the ball from the center back. They're looking up. They're taking a couple touches. They might find the winger. The winger goes down the wing to the edge of the 18. And then we do it all over again, and then we just go around the circle. And then when we lose the ball, of course it's going to be we're going to get caught on the counter. We're going to lose the ball because we're lolling ourselves to sleep. We're not even fucking doing anything. One mistake and the defense is in. It's a tough game to play, especially when we don't have that cutting edge. We don't have that intimidating striker in the box to offer a threat. We couldn't cross the ball. Crosses were not in the game plan with Palmer starting up front against Burrow. And it was just, we were so one-dimensional. They were so comfortable. They sat there. They took it. And then they caught us one time on the counter, took their chance, and then sat there again. And we just couldn't break down. We couldn't break down a sandcastle. We couldn't break down Vittlesboro. And it was so fucking disappointing. The subs came on. Mudrick was terrible. The ball was bouncing, ping pong, ping pong, all the way fucking around. He was not good enough. Broza came on late, didn't do enough. And then Alfie coming on just to sure things up, and it's just embarrassing. It's just not fucking good enough that we're bringing on Alfie Gilchrist when we need a goal. And it just... Of course, questions are going to be asked. It was a terrible, terrible result for Poch. You had to get something out of the game. Yes, it was away. Yes, we're going back to the bridge. Yes, it's only one goal. And yes, we can turn it around. But still, you have to come away with the team we started and what we were creating and what we want to achieve in the future. It's just not fucking good enough, and it fucking annoyed the fuck out of me. It was just not good enough sitting there watching, and it just... So many questions, so many questions have to be asked now about that performance. Looking at certain players and then looking at the manager. What is he doing? He's still starting Colwell at left back. He's still trusting Sterling. It's just not fucking good enough. And things are gonna have to change, or inevitably these players will get this manager sacked. And unfortunately, as much as maybe he shouldn't. It's just a matter of time before these results keep going, and we're just sitting in 10th through 7th with no Europe because these players just continue to not score fucking goals and let us down. Oh. Oh, But beer won't let you down. Cold fucking craft beer will not let you down, especially IPAs. IPAs are incredible, they taste great, they're hoppy, and yeah, they won't let you down. I won't steer you wrong. Grab a cold one. Make sure it's cold. If it's not cold, it might let you down. So cold IPAs. Or cold craft beer. Whatever you whatever you fancy. Grab a craft beer. Fuck. Uh it's just it's just not good enough. It it just wasn't good enough and we gotta take it back to the bridge and it's just we gotta turn it around. We gotta turn it the fuck around, that's for sure. Uh but you know what is good enough? Besides IPAs. We already talked about that, but Mauer Athletic goalie gloves. Grab yourself a pair of Mauer Athletic goalie gloves. Check out the site. Check out the link in the Twitter page. If you don't follow the Twitter page, Bruise and Blues Pod on Twitter, give it a follow. We, we're tweeting. We're ranting. Uh, we're doing everything on Twitter. But again, Mauer Athletics. Check them out. Code in the profile on Twitter as well. Bruise and Blues. Get yourself twenty percent off. The Mauer Athletics website link to the website is in there as well. So yeah, super high quality goalie glove for all levels of soccer, all levels of football, um, from professional to high school to youth. Super affordable, super comfortable, super good in performance, good in the rain, good materials. And again, check them out, Mauer Athletics. Use the code and Blues get yourself some money off there. So enjoy. I need to pick myself up a pair for sure. It's good to just have a goalie glove, you know? No matter what league you're in, keep them in the ball bag, and you always have them, so grab yourself a pair for sure. And then we move on. We move on this weekend, move on to Fulham, Fulham preview. Fuck. You can't be confident. I'm not fucking confident. I'm fucking nervous as hell. Nervous as hell. We play Fulham. They're in 13th, 24 points. Only four points off of us. So, again, really big game. Coming off of two wins. We are coming off of two wins, Palace and Luton. So it would be great to fucking get three wins in a row in the Premier League. Especially coming off that travesty. Coming off that game, Poch has to win some fans back. He has to get a result. Three wins on the trot would be huge. But it's going to be tough. We're at home. London Derby should be up for it. Fulham does not beat us at the bridge, but those stats, a couple of these stats don't even fucking matter. Fulham never beats us. Yaddy-daddy-daddy-daddy-daddy. You know, they've only beaten us once in the last 23. That was a year ago. But again, the way Chelsea performs, no game is safe. No three points is guaranteed, especially against Fulham. First match of the weekend, I think, we're the early game. Again, we're at home, and just, again... I have to I have to feel like we can go get a result, especially being at home, given our record against Fulham. Fulham aren't great. Yes, they're coming off a win against Arsenal, but they're coming off a more recent loss against Liverpool. They beat Arsenal in the league last time, but again, they just lost to Liverpool in the Carabao Cup semis 2-1. I know they got a goal at Anfield, so again, they're dangerous. Willian might be fucking better than Raheem Sterling right now. You know, they're dangerous. Good front three. Jimenez big in the air. Reed has some pace. Pereira mixes things up in in there, creates chances. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game, but it's a really fucking big game for Pochettino. It's a huge game for some of these players. I'm going to be interested to see who he gives the opportunity to. Probably might have to get Mudrick a go. I'd probably say you have to stick with Nani. He's been good since he's played man of the match in Burrow, even though we were all terrible. Probably got to go back with Palmer. And I think the lack of striker against Burrow was evident. So he probably will start Broja because there's no Jackson. We did recall Fafana, but it looks like he's already on his way to Burnley. So he's <laughs> a striker came in and quickly came out. Great. So yeah, probably going to start Broja, And it's a huge game. Could be three wins on the trot. Would be a three big three points. I think that would put us to 31 points. We're sitting in 10th right now at 28th. A win would take us up to eighth. Matching United in that eighth spot. Obviously, they all have games to play, but it'd take us to 31 points, which would be huge. Three wins on the trot, which we haven't done in a fuck-off in fucking ages. And yeah, right the ship. Get the fans back on the side. It'd be big to get a win before the next two cup ties. Again, Burrow, the second leg, you know, get a win. And then we come back at home again against Burrow. Get that win, and then all is well. You get through the... you. You get through this game, you get three points against Fulham, right? And then you go to Burrow. you get through that tie. Say you win two 0 you're through. You through two one, and things are good. You write you write the ship. You win your next tie against Villa in the FA Cup. That'd be that'd be gravy. It's gonna be a fucking tough game, but if you can get these next three wins, if Pochettino and these fucking players can pick up these next three wins, get through the Carabao Cup, get into the final, beat Fulham on Saturday, and then. Again, get through the FA Cup against Villa would be a huge achievement because then we have our next Premier League game against Liverpool, and that's just not going to be an easy fixture. So if there was any, if there was a game to stink it up, let's make it Liverpool. Let's make it against a team that we're expected to lose against. Let's win these next fucking three, and let's gain some confidence back. I was annoyed. I'm still fucking annoyed. I'm not very confident, but again, Fulham at home. They don't beat us. Yes, they're dangerous. Yes, they're coming off a win. But I'm confident that Chelsea can right the ship. I'm confident. I'm going with a 2-1 win. I'm not confident in our defense. I still think we'll leak a goal. It's going to be nervy. I think we'll leak a goal early. I think they won't score. I think we'll score two before they score their one. They'll get their one and make it a frantic finish. As always, it won't be easy. Our hearts will be dropping. They're going to be beating out of our fucking chest. But we're going to enjoy a craft beer. And yeah, I'm going 2-1, 2-1 Chelsea win against Fulham. Three wins on the trot would be huge. Move up to 31 points, should take us to 8th eight or 9th, depending on what happens in front of us. And yeah, let's right this ship, let's forget about Burrow. we have to move on. It's over, it's done. We did it to ourselves, it wasn't good enough. But again, we move on, and yeah, going with a 2-1 win against Fulham. Drinking the Necromancer... Professor Plum English IPA. We're going to give it a bit of rating here. Again, grab that untapped app. It's a great app. You know what it is by now. Check in all your beers, rate them, give them a distri- description, pick your can, take a picture, pick the flavor profiles. If you don't want to write a review, they'll even give you some options, you know, and it just, it's just so easy. You type in your beer. Professor, how the fuck do you spell Professor, Professor Plum, Plum dee dum dum dum, Professor Plum, if you can't find it, narrow it down, Necromancer, we're gonna check it in, I like it, it's gonna get a three five for me, super good, a little bit of toasty, some caramel, definitely some hops, Definitely some pininess from the from the IPA from the IPA notes. A little bit of citra notes. I taste some Cascade hops in there as well. Again, kind of giving me that like ying-ling-y vibe, that Sam Adams vibe with the English notes. But again, I wouldn't say it's you know not biscuity, not not creamy like that. Just a a good a good English style beer with this, that hoppy piney finish that an IPA would give you. Super good. Highly recommend it. Again, Necromancer, English-style IPA, Professor Plum. I gave it a 3.5. We're going to check it in. Again, go in 2-1. Good result against Preston. Fucking shocking against Middlesbrough. And again, we'll see what happens at Fulham. We'll see what happens at the Bridge on Saturday. Again, go in 2-1. Check out a beer. Check out Mauer Athletics. Crack a cold one. And we'll see you next time. Peace.